Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Well, look who's here. It's Kenton Trent. Welcome to the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you up until 1 o'clock here this afternoon. We talk sports with you. We've got baseball elbowing its way back into the sports conversation today. After all, it is Game 1 of the World Series. It starts tonight in Boston. Two historic Uh, venues, the oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball and the third oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball. Of course, Wrigley Field is sandwiched between those two. Do you know what number four is, by the way? Oh, I don't don't think I do. Think about it for a minute. Okay. Is it Camden Yards? No. There's an old one. No, there's, there's older than Camden. It's older than Camden. Now, there's a lot of new ones. Skydome? Nope. Nope. Skydome wasn't built until the 80s. This was built, I want to say, in the late 60s. You're getting close. You're in the right state, Trent Conan, in the right league. Oakland, American League. Same state. Same state. A little further south. Oh, the Angels. The Angels. This is the fourth Ah. oldest ballpark. Well, with all the renovations... That's you know that's what I was thinking. That's what you were sure, thinking. Sure, absolutely. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you half a point on that one. <laughs> so we're gonna do with some World Series conversation. We're gonna save it until late. Also, I'm assuming it'll, op- it'll find some space in the open here today. Andrew Logue, who's a really good baseball mind and a good friend of the program. Of course, you read him for a long time in the Des Moines Register. Uh, Andrew's gonna stop by, and I'm guessing that he probably saw baseball. Five nights, six nights a week because he's hardcore baseball. So we'll we'll get his thoughts on uh, the Red Sox and the Dodgers. We'll give you our thoughts as well. We're, we'll get into football, do some Hawkeyes, do some clones. Zuba Mahente is going to join us. And we're going to talk to uh, Tim Yotter from VikingUpdate.com. He's our only guest in the first hour of the program. We'll do some Vikings. Vikings and Saints have an absolute... It's a five-star game coming up this weekend. It will end your sports weekend at least if you don't want to throw Monday into the equation, it's not part of the weekend, so why should you? But Sunday Night Football does air from uh, Minneapolis here this Sunday night. Should be a classic between the Saints and that offense. Are you coming around a little bit on the defense? They're yes, better maybe yes. Than, they thought, than you thought, right? I, I wasn't a big believer, and my concern with New Orleans and that D is just as good as they started last year, they took a big fall they, as the year went on. They stopped. I agree with you. And I didn't know if that was going to carry over this year. Much better defensively than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. This team's a lot better than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. I picked Carolina to win the division. I didn't have the Saints even as a playoff. Carolina's a pretty team. good team. Uh, pretty good, Trent. They're fighting ways. Uh-huh. It's that was a big win over the Eagles. That was impressive. Comeback fashion. Down on 17 nothing. I know it. It's over. I thought the NFL, so. it's over. Mm-hmm. Not the case. No, and defense are Super Bowl champs, and that mm-hmm. defense, they should be able to... Uh, to shut you down um, wasn't the case. Here's the here's the if you're a Vikings fan, I'm, I have a couple of reasons I want to talk to Tim Yotter. A, I like the Vikings and I like talking about the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They're one of our local teams. Um, but um, if you saw the game, Anthony Barr and Xavier Rhodes did not finish that football game on yes. Sunday. Yes, and Rhodes looked bad. Yes, he did. Could not put any weight on that ankle. They carried him off. They didn't cart him off. They had a trainer or somebody on each side of him and and did. Like as they showed the replay, there wasn't a, it wasn't one of those. I'm with you. It, it wasn't, wasn't Sony Michelle. Yes, right. It wasn't caught underneath him. It was more 
incidental contact going to the ground. And a lot of times that turns out to be worse. Sprained ankle, you know, it's going to take a while, especially high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. but dot, 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 they'll be back and you can kind of fight through that. When you get an injury that isn't a rolled ankle, that's when you get really concerned. Mm-hmm. And already losing the rookie out of Central Florida, Hughes. Yep. He's, He's gone, gone for, for the, the year. year. Yep. And if you couple that with no Xavier Rhodes, it's Trey Waynes and Bray for Rain. I think the kid's name is Williams, and he they came in and uh, the announcers who did the game, and I don't remember who it was, were pointing. Oh, was, was it Spielman? Yeah, it was Spielman because it's Spielman's brother, Rick Spielman. They showed mm-hmm. his on the sidelines, and Spielman works with, I don't know, I don't remember. Anyways, um, they they talked about, you know, just that particular play and, and just, you know, that they're going to be up against it. And here's the thing. It's more than Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. Anthony Barr, with the exception of that, when he was exposed in coverage, trying to, and it wasn't fair, linebacker on Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup's going to win every guy, every time. Uh, that matchup's going his way. But Barr, since then, has been terrific. More so against the run, admittedly, but taking on that aerial attack led by Drew Brees and doing so without, you know, 29 and 55 and, and then putting Williams in there. And they talked about Williams uh, you're going to go at him right off the bat. You're going to find him. You're going to go after him. Well, they did, and the very first time they went after him, he got a pick, <laughs> which was uh, uh, poetic justice on his part. So we'll talk to Tim Yotter. We'll get him in here. Now, the game last they night. They also lost Compton. He also lost oh, the, the offensive lineman. Yes. Who's from Minneapolis, isn't he? I think I he's don't know. from Minnesota. Okay. I'll take your word for that one. Is he a Minneapolis one? kid? I'm sure he is. I, mean, th- I just figure he's from Compton. He's from Compton. Right. No, no unless there's no. a Compton uh, suburb uh, in the Twin Cities. Uh, Tom Compton is not from right Compton. Right next to Egan. Right next to Egan. Com- Compton. Yeah. What's what's uh, Burnsville? That's Burnsville. Burnsville's the one with the ski slope, right? When yeah. you first drive yeah. into town. Shakopee is where Valley Fair is. And Canterbury Park. Oh, yeah, that's how you know it. <laughs> right. Where our buddy P.A. spends his yes. summers in uh, in Shakopee. And that offensive line, Reef has been banged up all season long. Well, he hasn't played the last couple of weeks. You got Compton down now. It's not a great offensive line. And you go back to before the year and the loss of Tony Sperano. Mm. This is getting concerning. The roster is still my favorite, certainly in the division. Mm-hmm. Talent-wise, but with this so many injuries, Dalvin Cook. Now, I asked P.A. about the hamstring. And he kind of, well, how am I supposed to know the future? Mm. I didn't mean it like that, but... Hamstring injuries are something that can linger. And if you, some of those tears turn out to be, they're always with you. Mm-hmm. A guy and that's that what always Barr's got, I think. Bar suffered a hamstring. hamstring yes. And, and a lot of times, those hamstrings, you never completely recover. There's always concerns of a twinge, pull up lame from right. time to time. That, that's always, and that's kind of what I was getting, getting with Cook, not just for this year, but in the future, at a running back position, that's scary because Dalvin Cook, when healthy, is dynamic. He adds a completely different layer to that offense. Although Murray's been really good. He has been really good. You uh, you wonder about that. It's a concern, a big concern, I think, for the Vikings right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm with you. A fun division, obviously. Three of the teams move the needle here locally. And, and maybe we focus. need to start talking about the Lions. They're 3-3. Three and three. Uh, It's tough to talk about the Lions. I understand. Although your buddy would like us to talk more about the Lions. He tweets us, or he tweets does. you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, come on, guys. There's four teams in that division. There give, are. Give my squad a little love. And after that terrible start. Yeah. Well, they beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots. That's turned it around. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of division games still in front of them. Mm-hmm. Get the Bears coming in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Because it's not looking like 12-4 and four is going to win this division. No, I don't think so either. No, and with not. the tie already with the Packers right. and, and it's going to be ten five and one perhaps, or ten and six if the other ones are nine six and one. Yeah. Hey, there's there's an opportunity there for the Lions 
And Danger will like that, too. He's also a Lions yes, fan. Yes, he is. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're almost halfway through the season, sadly. Oh, boy. It is rolling along. This will be the Saturdays, the final Saturday of October, and we turn the calendar to the third and final month, oh, my <laughs> God, of the uh, college football regular season. Uh, so we'll get into that. Let's do some um, – let's recap last night. Um, you know, the big talker coming out of the game was, again, was Pat Shermer. Look, you can criticize him all you want for the back-to-back quarterback sneaks. Mm. I mean, come on, it's Eli Manning, who the game has sadly passed him by. Right. Um, you know what? It, but as I as I said prior to the draft, they're making a mistake taking uh, taking Barkley, who's gifted, gifted. But you you can't win without a quarterback. But they're you know what? They, they may catch lightning in a bottle here. They may get the best of both worlds yeah. by getting Barkley and by getting the first overall pick next year and taking Herbert uh, with the first overall pick because he is now the consensus. They're apparently Trent. This isn't like you know previous years where. You want Goff, you want Wentz. You know, one of those type of things is there's two quarterbacks at the top. You want Mayfield, you want Darnold. It is Herbert, and then a significant gap, at least at this point, till the next quarterback uh, is going to come off the board. But somebody, look, the Vikings panicked into Christian Ponder. Yes. Right? When there was a run on quarterbacks, we need one. We're going to take Ponder. J.P. Lausman. Oh, my God. What he was he the first 22 or something like that? Go way back to Jim Drunkenmiller. Jim Drunkenmiller. Late in the first... There will be Niners, a right? For yes, yes. Air parent uh, Steve Young. Steve Young. Yeah, I think that's what it was supposed to be. Oh my God! It didn't turn out that way. No, I'll say it didn't turn out that way. But what turned out to, to be with the biggest talker of the point and, and Booger McFarland, who I like by the way. I think he does I do a too. nice job, I, and I like the vantage point that he's uh, that they uh, parked him in. Um, do you know the um, the first time we saw? Oh my God! I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on his name. Oh, where are you my. going? The three-man crew, the guy with the walrus mustache that was on something similar to Booger McFarland back in the... It wasn't too long ago, Trent. The 90s, the guys from Buffalo. Oh, my God, I can picture him. Tony Saragusa. No. That was a three-man crew, too. Yes. This guy preceded that. Paul McGuire. Yes! Thank you, <laughs> Paul McGuire. I loved him on Sunday Night Football on ESPN back in the day. He, he was, was good. awesome. But Paul McGuire was in the Booger McFarland chair on okay. the sidelines, and he would go up and down. Now, I don't know if it was motorized or they actually had manpower. <laughs> you know, they were dragging him around the sidelines <laughs> back then. But that's the first time we saw that. And I liked it then, and I like it now. Um, I don't want to say that the broadcast crew is... Made me a believer. They're growing on me a little bit. I think people are tr- are, are listening and hanging on every word Jason Witten says mm-hmm. because they want him to make a mistake. Sure. That seems to be how Twitter reacts to Witten. It was early on the same thing with Joe Buck, play-by-play uh-huh. as opposed to a And by the way, just I'm glad you brought up Joe Buck. Sorry to interrupt you, no. but I always do. Um, <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah, I am too, right? Yeah. Um, That's what we do to each other. Sure. Joe Buck, I think, Trent, Worked like eight days in a row, maybe. Oh, I didn't, yeah. Think about that. Right, yeah. Thursday night football. Yeah. Then he'd be back on baseball Friday, Saturday, wherever the A-team was on Sunday Sunday. with Aikman, because they never gave him any time off. And Thursday nights, he's forced into action because Fox has the Thursday night package. I got to think that Joe Buck went over a week straight being on our television set. This is a guy that's the worst announcer in all the sports, <laughs> if you listen to Twitter. I think he's one of the best of all times, quite honestly. You get fired up by Twitter. You take a few things, and you 
paint a broad picture. Yeah, because I can't. Uh, you're right. That's true. Yeah, you know what? It's that's, not that's everybody. A fair criticism. On, it's not everybody on Twitter. It's a couple of people that you see, and then it pisses you off. Yeah. They say everybody hates Joe. Not everybody hates Joe Buck, but there are plenty of people. And early in his career, you think it's bad now? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a different level. No, I remember. Uh, he handed the job, doesn't deserve it. Well, I mean, I, I and, get the way. If his name was Joe Smith, yes. he, he would have been fine. But his old man was a legend. Mm-hmm. A legend in broadcasting. I mean, one of the, I don't want to say Mount Rushmore, but he was certainly, I mean, good God. Jack Buck was, especially in the Midwest, right? Excellent. Yeah. And with the, the I power can't signal. I what I just saw. Yes. Uh, KMOX. Oh, huge. I, I remember listening to plenty of those games. Shooting, and, shooting in the driveway with my buddy who's a Cardinals fan. And we'd so KMOX beamed up there. Oh, See, yeah. that was always the argument as to why are we bringing in the Cardinals to the to, to Des Moines? Well, a foreigner, um, if you if you would have grown up here, you would have realized that KMOX was how we got baseball back in the yep. day before it was broadcast. You could get Cardinal baseball everywhere. And that's why across you go south down to Arkansas and all the way through and really, before Atlanta became the super station, they, they were the southern team. Mm-hmm. You, you hear a lot of people talk about from the south that it wasn't the Braves because the Braves were awful. They were terrible. Because of that, a lot of people became Cardinals fans because of the blowtorch that they had, uh-huh. coupled with, well, I guess it's relatively close. Yeah, we'll consider St. Louis kind of south, mm-hmm. and that'll be our team. There's a lot of people that way down there that became that way before the Rangers came in, and on and on and on, and Astros and and. Look at Texas. It just you go down there. My dad lives right on the Oklahoma Arkansas border. Everywhere, I don't see any Rangers stuff. I don't see any Astros Still stuff. Cardinals. It's Cardinals to a T. At least where he lives, All it's right. crazy. That, that is something. I'll never forget when well, I'm moving here in 1989, uh, and I had no idea about TBS. Right? We had, uh, no idea. The Superstation. The Superstation. We didn't get it up there. Uh-huh. And turning because I was a baseball junkie at that time. Yeah. I mean, a junkie hardcore. Uh, and finding uh, Braves baseball every night. And the announcers were terrific. Yes. The product in the field stunk. They had this <laughs> young left-hander who grew up playing hockey, and, and he they thought he was going to be good, but I mean, his record was like, I don't know, 2-10 and ten at one point. He's the race. Tom Glavin we're Tom talking Glavin about. and Smoltz. And yes. then they go out and sign Maddox. And Maddox. The other youngster out of Steve that group. Steve Avery. Boy, I was all in. I had all his rookie cards. Did so you? I, I thought I was sitting on a landmine there. Yeah. Oops. Was, that, was that your biggest? You know what mine was? I, there was a rookie shortstop in New York, and I couldn't get enough of this rookie shortstop. Reyes? It, or bef- it was Reyes. No, it wasn't Reyes. Oh. It was not Reyes. Before? It was before. This young shortstop coming up in the mid-'90s. Buy all of these cards you can. This guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. Was it Inglacius or something? Mm, you're close. I'm not talking about the one that played in the Bronx, Derek Jeter, which right. I should have bought all of that. that. That would have been Ray a... Ordonez. Ray Ordonez. He couldn't hit. Good boy. Rick. He could feel. Wasn't he something to watch oh, with the glove in his oh. hand? A wizard threw, after the wizard. Yes, he was. I threw away more Ray Ordonia stuff, and the kids, <laughs> they, they, they don't let me live it down to this day because I every Christmas there was an Ordonia's thing under the tree because this guy's a superstar. A little present for myself. Yeah, right. Future investment on my Ray Ordonia's you know memorabilia. It, just let me, while I say that, my son was home last week, right, and um, I found all his, the cards that I bought him. Yes, and um, went through and got a Griffey rookie. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. I got a uh, Tony Gwynn rookie. Mm-hmm. I also had a Jose Canseco rookie. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mark McGuire. Uh, I had a bunch of stuff. So there's a bunch of good stuff in there. So, um, yeah, I swing and miss sometimes. Yes. I was into it for a while, the memorabilia stuff. I don't know why I was. The the collecting and yeah, things the collecting, like that. right. I, I don't do it very often, but I'll, I'll go over to see our buddy Anders over at The Rookie. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, favorite to this day? Yeah, and I'll go there you know, a couple times a year. My favorite thing to do, though, is now getting... Iowa, Iowa State, you and I guys, they're rookie cards, but in their college jersey. Mm. And I got a couple of displays, kind of those poster size frames, and I got all those cards in there. I think that's cool to have everywhere from you know, Mike Humple. He grew up down the street from where my uh-huh. parents live. So guys like that, too, of course, Des, you know, or soon enough, Nate Stanley. And I like having that, having that connection. I got a bunch of David Johnson ones that actually are worth money and now He's he, having a bad year, Trent. He needs to get he, traded. He needs an offensive line is what he yes, needs. Yes, he does. There, I have to think, I mean, you play fantasy. Maybe I asked you this a couple of weeks ago before the Arizona-Denver game. I mm-hmm. might have did. If I did, I apologize. Um, but da- but David Johnson had to be going number one in a lot of people's drafts, right? Certainly top three. Mm-hmm. He was. It was kind of consensus. Well, as Le'Veon Bell was also up there, oh, too. Oh, sure, yeah. But he was in everybody's top three. I have him in one of my leagues, and it's a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. And... You're waiting, but with an offensive line like that and a rookie quarterback and receivers that can't get open and not. You watch John Brown now at Baltimore. Isn't he having a year? Couldn't you maybe find a spot for that guy? Well, I mean, he was good when he was with the he Cardinals, was. Trent. He I mean, he's, he's a one-trick pony, but that mm-hmm. trick is 4-2-5. That helps. It helps. I'll say it helps. Tim Yotter coming up momentarily. So we've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of ground to cover with Tim. Look forward to doing that. That's a massive game on Sunday. And, of course, if you can't be in front of your television – uh, and you're you're driving somewhere, you're going to get home at some point and turn on the television, but you want to keep up with the game prior to that. Sunday night football plays here. So does Monday night football, Thursday night football, and your home for the Super Bowl is 1700 The Champ. Tim Yotter coming up. In the noon hour, Zubin Mahente, the newly signed Zubin Mahente at yes. ESPN. Good for him. Um, I'm not going to ask him how much money he makes. It's none of our business. But I am going to ask him, do you know? I mean, how long are these deals? Uh, do they vary? Like, I'm sure Scott Van Pelt got, maybe he didn't, a longer deal than Zubin. I don't know. Right, yeah. I, I've i heard in the past, and I like Richard Deitch, who mm-hmm. now is at The Athletic, longtime Sports Illustrated media critic, and a lot. We got Andrew Logan. I'm sure we'll probably get into sports media, because I always love talking mm-hmm. sports media with him. So I read a lot of this stuff. Usually three to five years is the contracts you see. Remember Brett McMurphy when everything was blown up with him yes. and he's getting ready to start his new job. He was still under contract with ESPN because uh-huh. he'd signed a multi-year deal. And they brought him in to talk about the Urban Meyer thing. Right. Remember that? He, as they were still paying him mm-hmm. and they paid him to stay to away. Stay away from Bristol. That's why I had to go up on Facebook. That's why he didn't have editors and Ohio State fans that were going crazy about, well, he edited this. He doesn't have editors. Right. He he will edit things. That's the way it goes. Regardless of that, yeah. Um, I would guess three, four, five years. Yeah, something in that range. I'm I'm, I'm going to ask him. Maybe I should ask him off. But maybe I won't even ask him. Uh, by the way, real <laughs> quick before we get to breaking Tim Yotter, Sean Keeler, uh, good for yeah. him, right? Uh, formerly the Des Moines Register, he put out on Twitter yesterday that he's going to one of my favorite sports sections. Um, admittedly, I lived there for four years, and I, I was a subscriber to both the Des Moines, or Des Moines, Denver Post and the Rocky Mountain News. The Rocky Mountain mm-hmm. News was the tabloid. It's been gone for years. Uh, but the the Denver Post was as good a sports section, I think, as there was in the country. I really do. It was terrific. Now, I know that you know I'm somewhat biased because – you know, there's all that Bronco coverage in there that I just uh, devoured on, on a daily basis. But good for Keeler. Heading out to Denver. Uh, become a, I'm not even sure he's a 
Is he a columnist? Is he on a beat? I didn't see anything I about didn't that either. I didn't either. But good. For Hopefully, him. columnist because I like he's his got work an as edge. A yeah, he's yes, got a little bit does. of an edge to him. It was a loss at the register when they uh, couldn't afford him any longer. All right, we'll come back. We're going to talk to Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, on the other side of this break. Trent and I are here until 1 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC follow after that. It is the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support kids love spending time at monkey joe's and now that your monkey joe's in west des moines is under new ownership there's a whole lot more bounce to go around with new inflatables new games and prizes to win you'll love turning your little monkeys loose at the all-new monkey joe's check out our website or facebook page for more information about walk-in pricing frequent user cards and the best thing about monkey joe's birthday parties Birthday parties at Monkey Joe's are a blast. You'll get your own private party suite, set up, and clean up, pizza, guest invitations, and a dedicated party pro to ensure your child's birthday party is fun and memorable. Swing on into Monkey Joe's to see what we're all about. Now under new ownership, Monkey Joe's, across from Valley West Mall on West Town Parkway. Monkey Joe's is this week's Ticket Tuesday sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Monkey Joe's certificates for only $25. There's a limited amount, and they're sure to go fast. Get yours Friday morning at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. At Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Conlon on 1700 The Champ. The Ken Miller Show, 1700. The champ, Trent Connor, and myself with you until 1 o'clock. Let's talk some NFL football. The NFC North moves the needle here in Des Moines. The Vikings, uh, well, they sit in first place, but they have a massive game coming up this Sunday night. You can hear the game right here, Sunday night football. It's the Vikings and the Saints. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, uh, joins the program. Tim, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on, Tim Yotter. How are you? Doing well, you guys? Doing fine. Thank you for asking. You were uh, at uh, at uh, the complex yesterday. I'm assuming the Xavier Rhodes and Anthony Barr questions came up pursuant to their availability potential for this week. What's kind of the uh, the buzz around there uh, regarding the two? Really, I guess Compton was a significant injury too. But those defenders, you're going to need them against Breeze and company. Uh, what's their status as far as we sit here on Tuesday? Well, yeah, Mike Zimmer was asked about all three of those injuries and, uh, you know, how much Zimmer loves talking about injuries. So he had, according to him, no updates on the situation, but we'll get an injury report on Wednesday. Um, I, my guess is that neither of them would practice Wednesday, uh, bar or roads. And the way that the roads injury looked, you know, he was grabbing a spot that looks like it's probably either a midfoot sprain or a high ankle sprain. And so my guess would be he will not uh, be able to play this week, maybe not next week. And then after that, you've got the bye. Um, with Barr, I don't really know uh, exactly the, the extent of that injury. But, yeah, I mean, all of this we're going to be following because even entering that game, they had five starters that were out 
Linval Joseph included among those, Riley Reef as well. So, um, you know, Reef, Reef hasn't practiced in a couple weeks, so it's really hard to tell what sort of uh, progress he's made with his foot injury. And uh, Linval Joseph did practice a little last week, was listed as questionable, and then uh, they did not have him active for, for Sunday's game. So I would guess Joseph will be out there. Um, Bar, Rhodes, Reef are a little bit more questionable in my mind at this point. That offensive line, you mentioned Reef and the Compton injury. Danny Isadora, uh, help us out here. This is a, certainly a new name to me. Yeah, I mean, he's he was a uh, mid-round pick a couple of years ago and has kind of been a guy that, that is filled in here and there when needed in the interior of the offensive line. Um, guard is, is his main position in, a, in an emergency. He could play center. Um, you know, just kind of a typical NFL backup offensive lineman, a guy that you don't probably want to have in there long term. But, you know, that said, Tom Compton, I think, has been fairly average this year anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I guess my opinion was I, I thought after they got Pat Elfline back as their starting center that uh, Brett Jones, who they acquired from the Giants uh, right you know, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, would, would be a guy that could potentially slide over to guard. Instead, Compton maintained his starting spot, and when he went out, it was Isadora. So, I mean, you know, the the offensive line, for all the problems that they had in the first four weeks of the season, has been better the past two weeks. And so, you know, despite all the issues that they've had, um, you know, Rashad Hill moved over to, to left tackle for Riley Reef when he's been out the past two weeks. Hill, I don't think, has played all that well, but his replacement at right tackle, Brian O'Neill, a second-round pick, I think has played very well. So I wouldn't be surprised if when Reef comes back if we end up seeing Brian O'Neill keep that job at right tackle. Hmm. Speaking of Hills, Holton Hills, another Hill who was forced into the game when Xavier Rhodes went down, and um, I think it was Chris Spielman who pointed out, boy, they're going to attack him right off the bat. He's got a big old bullseye on his back, and sure enough, they did, and Sam Darnold found Holton Hill. Holton Hill picked off the first ball that was thrown his way. Uh, that's asking a lot of him to uh, you know, to get back out there and because Drew Brees, look, Darnold's going to be a good player, but Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame player. Uh, I got to, I got to think that's going to be uh, uh, an area of concern for Mike Zimmer's defense. Oh, absolutely. If, you know, if if uh, Rhodes is unable to go, there's no doubt that that'll be a big area for them to target. You know, generally they've had Rhodes. Um, shadowing the best receiver for another team, and I think that he would have gotten the Michael Thomas assignment. Now with road status really up in the air, um, you know, if it's Holton Hill, that is uh, a starter for them at corner, it likely means that uh, Trey Waynes and Holton Hill will stay on a side. I don't know that they would necessarily ask Trey Waynes to start shadowing. He may... You know, he may be a little bit young in his career to, to handle all that that would entail. Uh, but it also points out, you know, the, the, the costly loss, too, that, that they had a few weeks ago with Mike Hughes. So they are they're getting thinner and thinner by the week at, at cornerback. And it, it kind of goes back to, to the draft. Um, you know, 
a lot of people thought that the Vikings would uh, would draft an offensive lineman in the first round, myself included, and they end up picking a cornerback. And Mike Zimmer, you know, said immediately, "You can have, never have enough good cornerbacks." And you know, despite them having enough good cornerbacks, mm-hmm. it turns out they really don't. And so Holton Hill is going to be tested for sure. They like his talent, but. Um, you know, I think it's going to take him a while to, to settle in as a reliable cornerback as in a starting role, especially. Tim, of course, we, we've seen the continued excellence out of Adam Thielen, but I want to go to the other wide receiver and Stephon Diggs. They continually use him, quick hitters, getting him out in the screen game, trying to get him involved. What, eight catches, 33 yards, and a couple of rushes for minus seven in the game against the Jets. Is there an opportunity to be using Diggs in a different way, more up the field? It feels like with the attention now put on Thielen, they can find different ways to get Diggs involved. Your thought in, in his process and, and finding different ways for Stephon Diggs? Yeah, I mean, I came into the season uh, based off of what I saw in the offseason and preseason, thinking that Stephon Diggs may have a bigger year than Adam Thielen. Um, as it turns out, uh, I think it's taken uh, some of the opposing defenses a little bit of time to realize just how good Adam Thielen is. He didn't uh, still get some of the, the top cornerbacks covering him. And, uh, you know, l- last week I think was really the first time that we saw you know, a lot of double coverage uh, Thielen's way. Um, so I do think that Diggs needs to take advantage of more of the the one-on-one matchups, although, you know, he has been getting his share of double teamed. I would say that more than anything, when those cases arise, it's going to be up to, uh, you know, to Kirk Cousins to find guys like Kyle Rudolph or, uh, you know, Treadwell in one-on-one matchups. But also, I think it also points out to how much it hurts having Dalvin Cook out because he is such a good receiver out of the backfield. And I think he could help exploit areas where Thielen or Diggs is taking double coverage down the field. And if you get uh, Cook in space with the ball, he can do a lot of really good things. So, um, you know, I've been surprised that, that Diggs hasn't produced as much as I figured, but he's still been a, a, a solid, reliable guy. Uh, I just think they probably do need to take a few more shots downfield with him. Mm. You know, is this uh, Brandon Zilstra story kind of Adam Thielen light, if you will, a kid who, you know, grew up in the state of Minnesota, played at a small college in Minnesota, uh, had to go to Canada to get an opportunity, comes, signs with the Vikings, finally, you know, caught a pass uh, in, in a big spot this past weekend against the Jets. They must like him to keep him around. And, you know, I'm kind of Adam Thielen light in, in some ways, right? In in some ways, um, you know, all the the background of of how he had to go through the struggles to earn an NFL job, fairly similar. Um, but the the difference I think with Thielen and Zilstra, and Zilstra admitted this a few times when I talked to him in in preseason and off season. You know, he he doesn't have the speed that Thielen has. Thielen's got the four four speed that that they love for NFL receivers to have. Zilstra isn't quite that, but I think he's a very reliable target. Rarely saw him drop a pass in training camp or the off season. Um, so I, I think he's got an opportunity to work some of those crossing routes. And you know, I even found it funny in the uh, the broadcast. Uh, you know, Tom Brenneman was kept yes. talking about this this record that Adam Thielen's <laughs> going for, 
and then uh, Zilstra catches his first pass, and it's like, oh, hey, there's another white receiver catching a pass. It must be Thielen. And there's the record. Yeah. yeah, there's the record, and and or would have been if that was actually uh, Adam Thielen. But Thielen eventually got there, and uh, Brenneman had his big moment to celebrate it. Hey, uh, we talked a lot about Anthony Barr going back to that game against the Rams, and he got caught. But the play of Kendricks, your your thoughts on him? It certainly after that big contract, not what I anticipated seeing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, he he got burned really badly on on one play uh, against the Jets, where it, it was kind of this typical thing that happens in a lot of the games this year, where it's a tight end or a running back that gets behind a linebacker or there's a messed up coverage in a zone where a cornerback doesn't follow the guy he should. And and it happened once against the Jets. Um, You know, overall, I think Kendricks is is having a decent year. I don't think it's quite up to his standards, maybe up to what people expected out of him. But, um, you know, they've really kind of simplified what they've done defensively. They're using, um, you know, with, with Anderson Dale out and Mike Zimmer has kind of gone to this big nickel defense where, you know, he's got either a George Iloka or J. Ron Curse, who are each about six foot five, playing um, slot receivers. And, you know, despite kind of mixing personnel, they have said over the past couple of weeks that. You know, things are, are becoming a little more simplified, so there are fewer mental errors. Um, you know, I don't I don't think Kendrick's error was really a mental error. I think he knew he had that guy, but he just kind of let him get behind him. And so th- I, that was more of that physical error where, um, you know, I don't think he was necessarily outclassed in speed, but he took a bad angle and let the guy get behind him for, you know, one of the very few explosive plays. So, you know, overall, I think he's he's played okay. Probably not up to his standards, so. though. Last thing for you, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, VikingUpdate.com. Uh, Tim, this this division, I mean, the Vikes lead the way four two and one. Then the Packers at three two and one. The Bears and don't look now. The Lions also three and three. Uh, it's, I'm not. I don't have the division standings in front of me as far as everybody else. I got to think this might be must be the tightest division uh, heading into Week Eight that we've seen. What a, what a race it's shaping up to be. Well, when when you have uh, when you start out in a weekend with with the Bears leading the division and now technically they're in last place in the division. Right. You know, just in one week that that kind of shows you. Uh, how quickly or how you know how quickly things can change and how tightly contested the division is. But you know, from the Vikings standpoint, they played the Packers, but beyond that, the rest of their their NFC North schedule is all in front of them. Mm-hmm. The Lions are the only other one that they play before their bye on November eleventh. And then you're gonna see a real heavy NFC North schedule for them in the in those last seven games. And so that's really where the Vikings can try to separate themselves. But I do think that, you know, I think most of the teams, maybe not the Packers, but I think the the Lions and the Bears are both improved over last year. I've been really impressed with uh, Kenny Galladay from Detroit and Carrion Johnson as well. Sure. So I think they've, they've upgraded uh, the, that Lions team. Chicago obviously got better with the, uh, the trade for Khalil Mack. And so, I don't think there's a runaway winner in this division, and they could be beating themselves up just to get uh, get that spot in the playoffs up 
for the uh, NFC North champ. Uh, looks like there's a little bit of breaking news. Uh, the Giants are trading Eli Apple, who we watched last night on Monday Night Football, to the Saints, who will watch, I guess, he'll be in the lineup against the Vikings on Sunday night. Yeah, and, you know, there there were some rumors that the uh, the Saints were interested in trading for Patrick Peterson as well. And so, you know, I, I kind of feel like the Saints are, are seeing their big opportunity here yeah. in the NFC, yep. and, you know, they're going to they're gonna go for broke on it. Um, from a Viking standpoint, they really don't have the cap room to make any of these big splash uh, signings. Frankly, though, I think Eli Apple has been highly disappointing this year from what I've seen of him. So I, I don't know that that's necessarily a difference-making move. Um, any team that gets Patrick Peterson for sure is a difference-making move. No doubt about it. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Thank you, Tim. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Appreciate your contribution, as always. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Uh, joins us. We talked a little Minnesota Vikings football. It's going to be a hell of a race, Trent. It is. Who finishes last? Who drafts the Bears? First? Really? Yeah. And I, it's fine. I would go Packers. No. Yeah. It's not happening. I think it is. Now they're going to get throttled this week. Throttled. Oh, they're in L.A. Take on the Rams. Bombed. Yes. It's a big number. Lay it with confidence. There's mm-hmm. your Tuesday pick for you. Mm-hmm. My stepson's got tickets. He's a huge oh, yeah. Packers fan. Lives in L.A. Okay. And he, uh, they had to buy a season ticket to get this thing, so he's oh, been selling yeah. them all except for this one. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Packer fans in oh, the building Oh, it'll, be, it'll be overwhelmed. And they're going to be incredibly disappointed. I think so, too. They're going to see their team get just, I mean, that defense for them. As good as the offense is in Todd Gurley. I mean, Todd Gurley is, I don't, I mean, he's, he's a guy you tune in to watch, right? Even if yeah. you don't play fantasy football. And you're just a football fan. Watch this guy. He's amazing. Some more NFL news for you. This one, uh. Dealing with your team. You're not happy with your quarterback. What? Well, you're, you're right, but what? so what have they done? Have they made a move? Well, no, no. No. You maybe a little hope about Chad Kelly? I, I want to see him. I mean, I love the story. He's a Mr. Relevant for crying out loud. Last pick in the draft two years ago. The well, very last pick. Yes. Uh, he's comes with some baggage. What he, did he do? He was arrested early uh, this morning on a charge of first-degree criminal trespassing in Inglewood, Colorado. He was taken to county jail. The Broncos are aware of the incident. So what did he do? What does that mean? What's, what's, what, what was the charge again? Criminal what? Criminal trespassing. So he was in a place after it was supposed to. It was their night off. Was he pulling a Ryan Rossillo and he <laughs> woke up in some lady's bed? I mean, what, what was going on laugh, here? But that's not a funny story. No, no. Um, but regardless... Not a good Chad Kelly. There's a reason he ended up at Ole Miss. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Really talented. That's a bad look. That's a bad look. We'll come back. We'll finish up the hour here. Trent and I take you until one. Zubin Mahente and Andrew Logue in the final hour of the program. They'll be on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. We come back, wrap things up on the first hour of the program. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. 
Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 515- Two two three hugs. When it comes to your money, you want two things to make the most out of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Sounds easy, right? It is at Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. Because Bowman Shaw handles both taxes and financial planning, they can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money. Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning, 1031 Office Park Road in West Des Moines and online at BowmanShaw.com. Bowman Shaw, done right and right for you. Advisory services provided through BSC Capital Partners LLC, a state of Iowa registered investment advisor. Accounting services provided through Bowman Shawn Company, LLC. I'm going to tell you something personal. I take Metamucil, and it's so amazing it makes me want to tell strangers on the radio. Metamucil is made from psyllium fiber, a naturally sourced plant-based fiber that traps and removes the waste that weighs you down. I take it every day, and it helps me feel lighter and ready to take on the world. So if you feel sluggish, it might just be your digestive system not working like it could. So try it for yourself, and then tell everyone you know. Or not. Metamucil. Feel what lighter feels like. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk from life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. 
Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Conlon on 1700 The Champ. Miller Show, 1700 The Champ, Trent Conan and myself up until uh, 1 o'clock here today in the, from 1 to 2, Jimmy B and TC. Uh, pretty, uh, Mark Emmerich uh, and Leistikow were both over, as all the media's, that covers Iowa and over in Iowa City for press conference today. Emmerich just tweeted that Sam Brinks and Parker Hesse say they both bring all their medical questions to future Dr. Matt Nelson. It's a good call. So they don't do WebMD like no, anybody no. else. They just go and knock on their teammate's door. Dr. Nelson, that's pretty good, right? He's He's been one of those guys, speaking of Matt Nelson, that, that has had a nice year. Defensive tackles in the Iowa scheme mm-hmm. are not going to pile up stats. Right. But he did one game. Do you remember there was one like game? Like four tackles and a tackle for loss. Yeah, and yeah. That he had his best game, I thought, at the position. I remember coming back after a weekend and saying that on Monday. I don't remember what game it was. Was it the Minnesota game, maybe? Might and, have been. Yeah, might have been. Regardless, he's played yeah, at a high level. I don't remember the Minnesota game. so I remember watching it when I got home. Did you? Yes, okay. yes. That's what I remember of it. Uh, speaking of seniors, and this is something we talked about in the summer. Anytime Iowa has a special year, there's kind of that out-of-nowhere guy, senior year, finally puts it all together. Mm-hmm. Nelson's having a nice year. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the football on the line, how about Ross Reynolds? Yes, we I don't talk he, about him, Trent. No. And don't and, hear about him, which is great. Yes, that's what you want because Ross Reynolds, he was just a guy. Uh-huh. His, his so first was couple Keegan of Render just a guy, too. He was, and he's taken a big step Huge forward. step. Two local kids, Waukee right. and yeah. Indianola for Pretty both good of story. them. Really love that. Do uh, you remember them in high school? I do, yeah. And in fact, I remember more of Keegan Render just because he committed earlier. Ross Reynolds was a guy that had an offer, but it was a little bit later. And, you know, Waukee people say, keep an eye on him. He'll, he'll mm-hmm. be a D1 kid. Not sure where he'll end up. But. Render I was always impressed with. I just didn't know Render. Render was huge. He was huge as a sophomore when he first started playing at Indianola. He was heavy, really heavy. I'm like, I don't know if he's going to have. He's just a mauler. And even at the 4A level, you can get away with that. But he retooled his body. He had to kind of rebuild it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And he was a guy I wasn't sure was going to translate. Two really good stories. And, and, and Reynolds was about, he had to get a lot bigger. Like right. He probably played 250 in high school. Obviously, you got to be up to 290 to play in the Big Ten interior. Sure. Reynolds was already there. Render was already there, but had to do it in a different way. And there's talk, Trent, that, that, uh, that Keegan Renders, uh, once he exhausts his eligibility, his football career is not over. Right. That there's a kid who's going to have an opportunity to maybe make an NFL squad at some point. Speaking of that, you know, you, you've watched the Rams a lot this year. Mm-hmm. How about Austin Blythe? Isn't that something? And you, you know, pro football focus, which I don't subscribe to, but you see the top five mm-hmm. at their position on, on Twitter. Um, Chris Collinsworth's got a part of that site, by yes. the way. You know what no. really helped Chris Collinsworth? I think getting his name behind it, and all of a sudden pro football focus was injected to Sunday Night Football and right. NBC. That brand has grown significantly. But to your point, yes, Austin Blythe, who, where did he start? Buffalo? Colts. Was he Colt? But did he go they to drafted, Buffalo? 
He might have, but they drafted both him and uh, the guy from Alabama, was it? They drafted somebody in the second round and then Blythe in the fifth round, both centers. And I'm like, I don't know if Blythe, uh-huh. if he's big enough to play guard in the league. Well, he's proven it with a pretty yes, dang good team. Yes, he is. And the Colts couldn't find room for him, but the Rams can. <laughs> Think about that. Another and, and Trent, you know, back to pro football focus, there's seldom a week goes by that this guy's not listed amongst mm-hmm. the best performances of the week at his position. Really good. Yeah. Williamsburg kid. Another local kid. That's something. It really is. That's that, that's really cool. Good for them. Um, we will talk to Zubin Mahente in the next hour. We'll do some World Series stuff. Boy, this World Series, you know, we I, I wanted Milwaukee. I think you were rooting for yes. Milwaukee. Yep. But you know what? At the end of the day... I think we got the best matchup. Couple of big Los brands. Los Angeles, yeah, the Dodgers versus the Red Sox. Never seen it before. Historical elements involved. Fenway Park, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got star power on both. To- I mean, do, do you have star power in Milwaukee? Who would be the star power? Christian Yelich, your MVP. Yeah, but I agree with you. He is. But but, but for do, baseball people. Yeah, does America know no. Christian Yelich? No. They don't. They don't Clayton Kershaw. Does it pass the grammar test? Does it pass? Right. You know Christian- Yasiel Puig? Yeah. Christian Yelich, who? Yeah, where did he play? Oh, Miami. I never watched Miami play. Right. Puig, my friend. People, my, people know him. By the way, did you see Puig, my friend, in the locker room after the game, what he did to the, uh, I don't know if he's an ESPN Deportes reporter. He took the the Gatorade, whatever it was, and then he ducked the bucket. i got to show you during the break. Okay. He actually put the trash can. I mean, it was really good stuff. Did you see Lasarda uh, partying in there in the I locker did. room, too? I 92 did. years old. One of my favorite, Love favorite it. interviews. I used to go to spring training when I first started in the 90s every year. It was, it was, uh, it was, I had to go. I loved it. My favorite interview of all time was, Scott, or was John Smoltz, mm-hmm. who just was so gracious with his time, and Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda was sitting in a golf cart at, um, what do they call it, Dodger Town? Yeah, yeah. Which is no longer there, which is so sad because it, it was spectacular. Just Tommy Lasorda holding court with me. It was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, we'll come back to 12 o'clock hour, noon hour, coming up next. Zuma Mante is part of it. So is Andrew Logue. So is Trent Condon. We'll be right back. 1700, the champ with the drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for the drive home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. 
Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Kids love spending time at Monkey Joe's. And now that your Monkey Joe's in West Des Moines is under new ownership, there's a whole lot more bounce to go around. With new inflatables, new games, and prizes to win, you'll love turning your little monkeys loose at the all-new Monkey Joe's. Check out our website or Facebook page for more information about walk-in pricing, frequent user cards, and the best thing about Monkey Joe's, birthday parties. Birthday parties at Monkey Joe's are a blast. You'll get your own private party suite, set up, and clean up, pizza, guest invitations, and a dedicated party pro to ensure your child's birthday party is fun and memorable. Swing on into Monkey Joe's to see what we're all about. Now under new ownership, Monkey Joe's, across from Valley West Mall on West Town Parkway. Monkey Joe's is this week's Ticket Tuesday sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Monkey Joe's certificates for only $25. There's a limited amount, and they're sure to go fast. Get yours Friday morning at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. <laughs> 